Paula dressed now and ready to go, called to the guys upstairs to let them know she was ready. As they arrived down the stone steps, towels in hand, Tony whistled and Ned said, You were well hidden in that uniform. Paula's face took on a red hue. Enough of that, she said. Sorry, said Tony. It's just a nice surprise. They were now walking around the Horseshoe Harbour, Paula breathing deeply, enjoying the sea air. The sky still a rich blue with some soft-looking fluffy white clouds. When they had walked as far as they could, they stood looking out across the green sea with the early morning sun glinting on the sea peaks as if the stars were taking a swim. Is there a beach nearby to swim? asked Paula. You like to swim? asked Ned. Just as well, said Tony. I love it, said Paula. They picked her up and before she could stop them, she was heading through the air and heading into the sea. Tony jumped in after her. Before he had surfaced, Paula was already swimming across the bay and heading for the landing jetty. Ned was running back around the harbour to meet up with her. As Paula stepped out of the sea, Ned arrived, handing her a towel. Sorry, it had to be done, said Ned. Where did you learn to swim like that? Paula, turning around to watch the still-swimming Tony, answered. At school, there was an open-air sea pool near the school. One of the nuns believed in the health benefits of sea swimming. Most of the girls hated it. I loved it. I just used to dream of swimming away one day. Ah, Tony, you finally got here, she said, as Tony got onto the jetty, reaching out for a towel. You took off like a rocket. What a wonderful surprise. I thought we would have to do a lot of swim training. We will enjoy bike training instead, panted Tony. I think we have a dark horse here, Tony. Not to be underestimated, said Ned. Indeed, said Tony. The next morning, Paula had had her morning swim and was having breakfast with Ned when Tony arrived into the kitchen surprised to see Paula so ready for the day. It was not yet 7 a.m. Paula said, You were right about the sea cure. I had no aches and pains this morning, Ned, but I will have to pad out the saddle. You missed the morning swim, Tony, laughed Ned. Leave it to me. I'll get the saddle sorted for you today, said Ned. Well, I had my doubts when you couldn't ride a bike, said Tony. I take things in very quickly, answered Paula. They thanked Ned for their breakfast and were heading to the shed to get their bikes to start the next stage of Paula's training. As Paula and Tony were cycling through the country lanes, Tony said, you will be meeting important contacts today. It's only a three-mile cycle. You'll be glad to hear that. 
I am very grateful for that, answered Paula. Now they were turning into a gateway of a farm. Closing it behind them, they headed up the drive to the farmhouse yard. They were parking their bikes when they were greeted in Irish by the farm owners, introducing themselves as Klaus and Mary Clare. Your Irish is almost as good as mine, answered Paula, looking at Mary Clare speaking in French. Klaus spoke in German, telling her that they had lived in Ireland for 25 years and that they were artists. Marie Claire, speaking in French, said they fell in love with the landscape and the light for painting. Come into our home, you are most welcome, said Klaus in English. What a beautiful cottage you have, said Paula. We have restored it ourselves, a true labour of love, said Marie Claire. Klaus, will you get things going while I show Paula the back garden? The two men went into the kitchen chatting away. They could hear the two ladies speaking in French.